I'm Tommy. Hi, I'm Scotty, and welcome to What the Culture. Scotty. Tommy. <laughs> hey. Hey. It's Scotty there. <laughs> we, we got two responses to our prompt. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, who, who all we got here? We got Tyler from Boise. Yes, <laughs> I like, I like t- Tyler. Uh, thank you. I really enjoyed your, your post. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. And uh, the, the other guy from work. Um, oh, Nick. 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 Hello, Nick. Um, Tyler's favorite X Men was Jubilee. Jubilee. Yep, and Jubilee's cool. I like Nick her. was a Nightcrawler. Nice, nice. nice. So thank yeah. you for answering the prompt. And yep. Remember, you guys can answer any week, and we'll pick out our favorites and we'll read them on the air to you guys. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um. So, Tommy, how you been doing? What's going on? Uh, good. And Wolverine sucks. No, I'm kidding, Tyler. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Tyler. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, man. It's pretty much the same. I've been playing Baldur's Gate. Okay. Yeah. I, I was actually just playing. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, yeah, uh, yeah. Tyler, he wrote in and uh, suggested that Tommy apologize for not having Wolverine in his top five because he was the uh, the face of the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> and the DNA of <laughs> I was told I should remove Storm and add Wolverine, but I refuse. Oh, if I remove someone for Wolverine, I think it'd be Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, refuse. I Storm, Storm is staying in my yeah. top five. I, I wouldn't remove Storm either. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's awesome. What have you been That's getting it. into? Uh, what have I been getting into? That's a good question. Um, well, I feel like I've done a lot. Uh, let's see. And the thing is that I can't remember. Uh, one cool thing, you know, uh, me and Tommy and, and our wives, we all met up at the, um, what do you call that thing? The Renaissance Festival. Renaissance Festival. Hear ye, hear ye. Yes, that was my first Renaissance Festival. Really cool. Uh, lots of neat stuff. Uh, just um, really, really cool. Really neat. They had a lot of the costumes and stuff people wore. People just, you know, went all out. Oh, yeah. Uh, there really was a cool. blue lady. Yes. Blue Lady, if you were listening, you had an awesome outfit. Yep. Blue Lady. Yeah. Oh, she all had, kinds like, of horns and everything, and, like teeth. Oh, so, and right after we left, I, I asked you, did you see the knight? The guy in, in, like, he literally had full knight armor, like real metal. What? Yes. I mean, and, I mean, he just fit the part. He's, he's well over six feet tall and just. Like full on from head all the way down to his feet. Dang, no, I did Just not. Complete knight's armor. It was awesome. Was, I, I wanted it, but I don't feel like I would with my height. I don't feel like I'd make a good knight. He's been waiting all year for that moment. He he was, and I think like we probably didn't see him during the day because he would have he would have cooked inside that suit. <laughs> that's why I for the, <laughs> yeah, he waited until it got dark to, to come when, out. That's when nights come out. Yes, but yeah, during the night. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was cool though. I mean, it, I heard it. I heard him before I, I saw him because it was like clink, clink. Oh, clink, he actually yeah. like sounded like armor. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, wow. no. It was like the yeah, it was real deal. Jeez, I missed like, him. Um, yeah, it, it was it was uh, it was it was cool. Jenny, I, Jenny and I mentioned we're probably going to go to the one in North Carolina now, just because that one kind of sparked. I've been to that one once. It's yeah. huge. It's a lot of fun. And then they said this. Uh, um, I was talking to somebody, and they said that there's a, a. I guess it's probably smaller than when we were at. There's another one up on um, near what was it? What's the uh, fair? Uh, 
trying to think of the mountain all of a sudden. Paris Mountain. Paris Mountain. Yeah, State Park Road. There's another one that they do near State Park Road. They do a Renaissance, Renaissance Festival. Festival. Yeah, on State Park Road. We were just talking about, for some reason this week at work, we've been talking about ghosts, supernatural, like all week. Yes. And apparently there's a place up there called like uh, the Devil's House or something. Oh, you've never been? Oh, you heard of it? Uh, oh, it's a thing. No. Uh, it's very much a thing. So we spent an entire night trying to find the Devil's Mansion. My coworker said the same thing. Yeah. We don't, okay. He so, listens, by the way. David, shout out. <laughs> David, yes. Hey, man, we tried to find it. He couldn't uh, find it either. No, so apparently it is real. So what it is, is some mansion up there and uh, people are like devil worshippers or something. And they say if you get near their property, they'll shoot at you and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's really restricted. But... And I mean, we literally drove around all night around Paris Mountain searching for this thing. You told me the exact same story. That's wild. We may or may not have ended up doing some mailbox um, batting along the way. <laughs> it was 16 years summon, old. Yeah, you You're know, trying was, to summon the spirits. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that next morning there was some spirits. There were some very angry, angry some spirits that were summoned <laughs> along Bears Mountain. That was like over 20 years ago. Now they've gotten well over it now, and I think the uh, Statue of Limitations has passed. I'm sure the so, mailboxes have been restored. They have been at this point over there. But it, uh, yes, he said so, he ran into a jogger. And asked them, they said, hey, you guys lost? And they said, yeah, we're looking for the devil's, what's it called, the house? Yeah, it was the devil's mansion. The devil's mansion. And he, they say, they said he just ran off. Yeah. I said, oh, he knows where it is. He doesn't <laughs> want to tell you. But yeah, so yeah, we, we couldn't find it. We, we tried our best because we've heard, uh, growing up, we heard stories about it. And so, I mean, I don't know how long that thing's been up there. And now, now that people are still looking for it and have found it, it's really starting to make me question whether it exists or not. So maybe it, maybe it doesn't. I don't know, but people swear that it's up there. Uh, but you would think after um, probably like eight hours of driving that we would have saw something that even remotely resembled it. But there are just a few houses that the driveways kind of. I mean, you have to you know go way up into the driveways. Yeah. And so maybe that's one of them, and you just can't see it from the road. So. Unless you maybe it's one of those things, unless you know where the exact location is, yeah, you, you cannot find it. So that's cool, though. That's that's really neat that somebody else is uh, that you know is looking for that thing. We'll go find it for our podcast. Absolutely, no. hey, yeah, we'll, that'll be a filming one. Yeah. Halloween special. <laughs> that'll be the first and last. <laughs> Hopefully, we can be. Yeah, they they said that, um, it, lots of people have been shot at and stuff because they. Uh, they jumped the gates and went onto the people's property and stuff. So I don't know. It's it's crazy. That's why I completely forgot about that place. Too. I want to say he it. said his group just got like shooed away. Like they did jump. Up. Luckily they didn't get shot. Okay. They just kind of shooed him away. Like hey, you're not supposed to be here. Oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we never found anything to even uh to get shooed away from. One day. Yes. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Hey, we'll the mansion will be revealed. <laughs> we'll give give exact locations, and addresses. Yeah, but you know the Renaissance Fair was cool because uh, it kind of fit into what we were talking about today. Scotty, yes. roll for initiative. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, today we are talking about Dungeons and Dragons, yes. uh, the game, the movies, the TV show. Uh, is it, there's Pop been a culture phenomenon. Yeah, it really has. There is so much. Uh, 
you know, and, and for probably the, the newer generation, the, or the, let's say the younger generation that maybe didn't know about D&D or, you know, um, wasn't familiar with the game and all that stuff, the new TV show um, Stranger Things just, you know, of course made it blow up and everybody, I guess. Oh, yeah. The so, Hellfire Club. Right. <laughs> it got people's attention that may have didn't know about it or kind of had died down and just kind of re-sparked the flame, I think. And it's crazy got, how like, it just like interest. comes and goes in waves. Like, right. Like uh, like Baldur's Gate just came out and everyone's yep. like, oh, D&D. Yes. It's like all over everywhere again. Yep. The same is. thing when Stranger Things came out, like you mentioned. Oh, yeah. People were just going nuts over it. I mean, the, the TV show is awesome anyways. And the movie just came out. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, the movie was good. Uh, yeah. So uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. Honor Among Thieves. Isn't the main character like a bard? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, I like that. Yep. <laughs> it was Chris Pine uh, was the main character. One second, I have an ornery cat scratching at the door. <laughs> cat just wanted to uh, say hello. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> As you know, we are we always just record and keep going. Yes, this is live action. Yes, uh, but yeah. So uh, now, and there was a a movie before this one. Uh, it was. Um, what's his name? Uh, one of the Wayan brothers, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans, and I can't remember the other guy that played in it. They did a Dungeons and Dragons movie. It did not do so well. I was excited. Wait, what was it called? It was called Dungeons and Dragons. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't was, think I've um, heard of it. Er, I want to say early two thousands, like really early two thousands. The previews for it made it look like it was going to be great. I was. Pumped so they nailed I saw this the preview. preview. They nailed. They knocked the preview out the park. The movie, <laughs> the movie, not so the movie much. just did not live up to the preview. I How was, I was, I was like, ah, Dungeons and Dragons. And then when I saw the movie, I was like ah, and so, <laughs> how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like they they find all the the big scenes and they stick them on the preview and they build you up and then they let you down. And and I didn't even know this. This was. I want to say this is still the last days of Blockbuster time. So maybe, maybe, maybe after. Uh, yes, we'll always remember you. <laughs> that, there was like two or three sequels to the Dungeons and Dra- the the Wayans, uh, Marlins version of the um, Dungeons and Dragons. There was like two. I think I know two two sequels to it that I never seen, and I didn't even know. It existed until like way after they'd come out, but they said they failed like they were just absolute garbage. Uh, he wasn't in them. It was, but it was a continuation. Of so they it. made a couple of the yeah, movies. and but they, yeah, they said I've that, never even heard of them. You wouldn't. They said they were just garbage. If they um, came out today, they'd probably be on Tubi. Probably so. Yes, <laughs> they, Tubi or there's another one called Freebie. <laughs> it just, you can order it on Timu. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You order it, you watch it free with ads. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that D and D came out in 1974. That's yes, crazy. Dude. I did not. I didn't realize. So I did not know anything about D and D except for. Uh, so when I was uh, eight, I think seven. Somewhere in there. I think, yeah, seven. Uh, so the cartoon Dungeons and Dragons came out. Uh, and that was in 1983, I believe. From 1983 to 1985, it was, it was when it ran. And 
I know when we, I think we talked, yeah, we talked about 80s car, <clears throat> 80s cartoons, and that was like my number one just favorite cartoon. It was, it was fantastic. And I did not know that that revolved around the Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah. And now that I've learned about the game, you know, it all fit in because they had the wizard, they had the, uh, the uh, archer, the barbarian, let's see, the wizard, the thief. I feel like something. I feel like they were somebody else. Uh, let's see the the barbarian, they had the archer, the thief, the hmm. They they had all the characters. The ranger. The ranger. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the one I'm trying to think of. Yeah, the paladin. Those aren't for some reason. Like when you think of a core party, they're not right. usually. And there's a cleric. They got all kinds of. So they had the thief. She had the staff. She could be invisible. Uh, there was another girl. She was like a acrobat. No, yeah, she had. I'm sorry, she had the staff. She was a kind of acrobat kind of person. Uh, the one with the cloak was the thief. The little kid was a, a barbarian. He had the hat and the club. They had the magician. He was a goof. Uh, there was a knight. Uh, he was uh, kind of like a cowardly knight. They had the ranger. He's probably like the paladin. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he was. That name got mentioned. Yep. And and then uh, they also had the dungeon master. Um, and you know, he was he helping would, him, right? Yes, he would, okay. He was help to a certain extent. He would give them like weird clues into and as the more I learned about the game, I was like, oh wow, that's that what the Dungeon sense. Master does. Yeah. So he would give them clues into the adventure they were they were about to have. Yeah, but he wouldn't give them exactly what to do and all that stuff. But he would just kind of make them aware of what they were about to face. I don't know if you know this or not, Scotty, but once upon a time, I was a dungeon master. You was a dungeon master. Wow. I only I did, did it not for know one that. Like, storyline. Right. And then we just kind of drizzled out. That's cool, though, because so at work, I've met two gen- dungeon masters. and We're out there. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you, uh, I did not know, like, um, I don't know if you know this, uh, this one guy, Bryce. Uh, he really like dove in was telling me all the stuff he does and like he put a lot of work into making these storylines and oh, so know, he created like his own story oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's he, like, cool. he set up uh, you know what they were gonna face and, he didn't use like the cause Dungeons and Dragons has a bunch of like pre-made stories you can mm-hmm. follow okay well I guess I don't know if like if he maybe he used those and kind of went him. off right <laughs> but he would see you know what I guess the thing he was going to get set up and stuff for the you know the party that was coming over. One of my and, one of my friends from work actually is there's one called the I think it's a popular one it's called the Curse of Strahd I think it's uh, like one of the longer pre-made ones. Okay, he's it's the guy I met that lives in the neighborhood. Oh wow, he actually streams it when he plays it. <laughs> that's pretty. That cool. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I did not like it, and me and Tommy was talking about it before we got started. Just uh, you know, it's a huge history. Uh, a lot of stuff went on with this game uh, when it got made. Uh, the first version of it i guess or uh, dungeon dragons was a spinoff of a, a board game called Chainmail, and so this other guy kind of started working with the, the guy who made Chainmail, and i got their names down uh they went off from there and just and came out with dungeons and dragons uh what was gary the, gary gigax how do you say that name <laughs> okay uh, yeah g-y-g-a-x so it but, sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons. It, it really does. Like he, he just he was, and then um, Dave Arneson, I want to yeah. say. Even that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever met an Arneson. I haven't either. Uh, so 
you know, but yeah, those two guys uh, pretty much developed Dungeons and Dragons, and then you know, of course, big corporations got in uh, involved and all that stuff. I think Hasbro owns it now, or yeah, like a small company, uh, a part of Hasbro owns Dungeons and Dragons now. Yeah. Does uh, does Wizards of the Coast still? I think they still yes. do like okay, the so rules and Wizard of the Coast is owned by Hasbro. Yeah, and they're like a. Hasbro is like their parent company or whatever of Wizard of the Coast, but Wizard of the Coast, yeah, they still do all the developing and and storyline and stuff of, of Dungeons and Dragons. They also do Magic the Gathering, Wizard really? of the Coast, okay. and Hasbro. Since they own them, they own that as well. Yeah. Oh wow. Hmm. That's why they print off so many cards now. Hasbro's <laughs> is like print money. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, so you know a lot a lot involved into it, but. And a lot of thought and, and, and work, you know, is put into that game. And of course, uh, early years, you know, really bad rap. Uh, parents was afraid of it, afraid of you know, the kids to play it. So, oh yeah, the, the satanic panic. Yes, and, <laughs> of the seventies yeah. and eighties. So there was like um, two teenagers actually did murder another kid, and unfortunately. Uh, the three did play Dungeons and Dragons. But that's not why they... (laughs) The police said that it was not the reason for the murder. But but, people still went there. Yeah, and you know, just uh, back then, just like now, you know, the news gets a hold of it. It says, oh, two Dungeons and Dragons players slay another uh, (laughs) young child, young uh, kid that was a part (laughs) of the Dungeons and Dragons thing. And then there was like, there was one more murder and... One of the people involved, I don't know if it was the guy who got killed or the guy that did the killing, apparently he played Dungeons and Dragons. And so since, you know, he murdered somebody, it had to be because Dungeons and Dragons was involved and it, it, you know, know, caused him to murder somebody. You know how that goes. Uh, But of course, so yeah, had a bad rap. People were going nuts, telling your kids, stay away, don't play it. But like I said, I, I didn't really know about it. Um, being the only child, it would be very difficult to play. Uh, I would have had to be the dungeon master and the uh, the players as well. It would just be <laughs> odd. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> your parents would just think you're crazy. Yeah, just in your uh, room, Scotty. <laughs> what are you going to do now? My mom told me one time. <clears throat> this is a funny, uh, funny story for me. My mom told me one time that she thought I had company over, and so I was in my room playing, and she heard someone else talking. And what it was, it was me in there changing my voice. And yep, uh, so I was at elementary school and I was in my room. Uh, I was only, again, only child growing up. I didn't have a stepsister until high school. Um, so I was the only kid. And so I got bored. And apparently I made a friend and me and him hung out. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's fairly common. You know. Yeah. And so I, friends. I, I did it good enough where uh, we were having a conversation in my room. I'm Did not crazy. And I, yeah. Yeah. She thought somebody, she, she literally said, uh, and I, I mean, I don't even remember doing this. Do so we hear an impression of, Ooh, I don't know that, what he's, <laughs> he, he left uh, a long time ago. I do not talk to myself any longer. If you play D and D, that could be your <laughs> character. Maybe. You could make him into your character. <laughs> yeah. She said that it legit sounded like, uh, another person in my room. That would be a great prompt this week. If, if we were a D and D character, what race and what class do you think we would be? Oh, that is a good, that's a good question. What do we, you think? That's, okay. So that a good prompt this week, <laughs> that is a good prompt. All right, guys, <laughs> I'll post it. And 
after watching the cartoon, I was uh, the, the so I, the ranger. He was he was my go to guy, and I liked him. And the wizard, you said you never seen it. Uh, the wizard was just a goof kid. Like he was just this, <laughs> this just this goof. But I liked him, man. He was cool to me. He was just this really cool kid. So, but I think the ranger. I think I'd go with the ranger. He was just—he was awesome. My uh, my character on Baldur's Gate is a ranger. Really? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he's a beastmaster. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have told him about the game, but I didn't tell him about my. Did characters. not tell him about the character. So, uh, and you know, we mentioned that um, the Stranger Things. You know, they did. Um, they brought. Uh, so also, I don't know if you ever watched the Big Bang Theory. I'm familiar with it. Okay, so That's one of Sheldon. Yep, Sheldon. Yep, and of course, yeah, the young Sheldon's a spinoff show of that. But uh, in the Big Bang Theory, Dungeons and Dragons is a popular part of that show as well. I did not so, know that. Yep. So <laughs> it's yeah, everywhere. I, I I had forgotten about it, and when I was reading this, I was like, oh yeah, because uh, we used to be uh, real big fans of the Big Bang Theory, uh, and they would, of course, you know, um, they would all play Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, yeah, that was it was another one, and so. You know, you really do, if, if you pay attention, you know, you, you do see this show, you know, throughout a lot of stuff. On the, on the cartoons, when these kids, like, got teleported to the world, mm-hmm. do they have, were they still humans, or did they, they turn into different races? No, they were still human. Okay, so the, they're like elves or dwarfs. Right, no. Uh, you see those, you, you see those characters throughout the movie. Though, oh, they are in that world. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, all those characters are, are there. Um, yeah, you, you see all that stuff in the cartoon. No, uh, they get on a roller coaster and they go in. The roller coaster itself is called Dungeons and Dragons, and when they teleport in, you know, they the one thing they do is their costumes and their abilities all come in like right away. Like as soon as they land, uh, he's wearing his robe, he's got his, his armor, all that stuff. Uh, so it is really cool though. I'm, I'm I, I since I found it on YouTube, every once in a while I go back and watch an episode or two really enjoy it's still good to me it's still really 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 good but, um, i i even have a, a couple dungeons and dragons books really have you ever heard of the forgotten realms yeah so when i was reading about the you know just reading all about the game and stuff uh yeah they talked about some of the the novels and books that got put out on it i hadn't heard of it until then uh but i would be really interested in reading the book it sounds i'd cool. let you borrow it yeah absolutely <laughs> R.A. Salvatore wrote a lot of them. I don't know if you're familiar. Really? I do know. He does a lot of high fantasy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, when I, we still take the kids to the library and stuff, and I go into that section and look, and I, I've seen that name a lot. His I, like his like main character in that book is a ranger. Really? He's a, oh, I, don't know, I think it's cool. Dro, Dro. Yeah. They're like, the, they're like the elves that live underground. Right. I'm sure you've probably yes. heard about them when you're reading into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> the Underdark. And... <laughs> It's kind of cool. I know it wasn't Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, you know, it, watching uh, Lord of the Rings and stuff kind of made, gave that same feeling. Yes. As, as I was, you know, reading about Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, yeah, as I read about Dungeons and Dragons, my mind kept kind of wandering back over to like Lord of the Rings because you know you, a lot of stuff you see, or, or especially um, with what was what was the first one. Um, it was kind of the prequel to Lord of the Rings. Oh, the Hobbit. Hobbit, Hobbit. Yeah. yeah, you know, you got the dragon and all that stuff. Yeah, they go like on a, it's like they're a party going yes. on an adventure. adventure. There you go. So same thing as Dungeons and Dragons. So I wonder if maybe he got his idea from that stuff. 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one came first. I don't I know think, how old. I think Tolkien was Tolkien? way before. Was it okay? Yeah, I wasn't sure how. What was he like? The 40s, I think. Was he? Or he I think he was alive during World Wars. The World Wars. Oh wow! Yeah, so he was super old. Don't quote me okay. on that. Yeah, I have to look that up. But um, yeah. I, but like I said, I was just when I was reading about it, like my so you know, maybe they got their they read those books and. You know, he's got their ideas because... Oh, yeah. 1937 to 1949 is when he wrote those books. Oh, dear God. Wow. <laughs> so, if oh, anything, D&D D &D might have got, got some their ideas from... Well, yeah, because, I mean, it really is just like you said. You know, you get, you got the part, the whole group and each member of the group is something different with their own abilities and stuff. Now we got to do a Lord of the Rings episode. Yes. That was... <laughs> man. First movie, loved it until the end because I did not know. I, I had... I watched. There was this horribly done animated, um, animated movie of um, the um, what, what would you now say? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit. Oh, okay. uh, so, oh yeah, I understand so, about. Yes, yeah, it's nineteen eighties terrible animated I've version only seen of the clips Hobbit. And I'm like, yeah, what is this? Oh my this? god! Uh, back then, it was good. I went back and just and did the same thing. Watched a clip of it. and was like, how did I even watch this? It's terrible. <laughs> like it's horribly done but yeah so um the, the hobbit and stuff uh, uh it, it, when i was reading about dungeons and dragons my mind just like kept going to, back to that but I, I had no clue about lord of the rings i, I did not know that it was a series I, I knew nothing about it so we went to the movies the previews looked good and like watching it and you know we're like three hours in and I was like, this movie should really be wrapping up now. And I was like, because we're here, it's, it's we're hitting on hour number three, and I feel like there's a lot more to go. We haven't dumped the ring. We haven't even got to Mordor yet. You're like, wait a minute. And, and they're still they're they're fighting orcs, and um, then you know it just went off. And I was like, you know what? What is what's going on? What's happening? And then you people say like, oh no, there's there's this is gonna be another part. It's like this is a series. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I was angry. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. I thought I was going to see a, a I conclusion. Be... When I was a kid, I was really upset when Boromir died. Oh, yeah. At the end of the first one. Yeah, it was sad, man. He went out like a boss, too. He, he, he did. He, he Saving them. He'd say, he, he did. He saved everybody. He did was, try to take the ring. <laughs> he lost it. He lost his mind for a quick minute. He did. He did. It he came back. Yeah, it was, it was it's sad that he, the he son of gained Gondor. his consciousness <laughs> back at the end and forced you to a... Very untimely death. Yes, um, a lot of arrows. Oh yeah, not I, supposed to go there. <laughs> there's a lot of arrows. Yeah, he he, he took a bunch of them though. Uh, he, he did like he, a boss. He kept, he kept going. Uh, one thing that I, I like, I was when I was reading, and, and I thought this was really cool. Um, there was one guy. They interviewed people that played Dungeons and Dragons, and this one guy they interviewed, uh, Nathan Walters, uh, just some random guy who played, uh, said that. That um, Dungeons, talking about Dungeons and Dragons said it's uh, not a game. He said it's a social experience, and I thought it was cool. And he talked about how you know social media keeps everybody kind of to themselves. You know, you you're posting for everybody, but it's just you by yourself. But he said Dungeons and Dragons. He said it's a social event. You know, it brings people together. And you got people working together and thinking and you know doing all that stuff, which I thought was really cool. Uh, I thought it was kind of. Gave a shed a good light on Dungeons and Dragons, where everybody's trying to say, you know, or 
course, back then, talking about how terrible it was. Yeah. But really, it brought kids together. Right. Yeah, so I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a good way to do um, to, to kind of describe it. It was being a social and a social experience, and I'm glad that D and D's kind of shaken that notion that like only nerds play it. Like nowadays, it's more like widely accepted that oh, hey, this is fun. Yeah, you know, yeah, stuff. we can all have fun together. Yeah, that was a uh, that was an idea. Also, you know, back then when it started, that was kind of like a, a nerdy thing for kids to, uh, you know, only certain groups of kids did it and stuff. Yeah, I, I wish. I would have known about it. <clears throat> Wish I would have known about it back then uh, to get in on it and play because you know the more you look into it, it, just, it does. It looks awesome. It, it's really cool, and so a lot, a lot going on. You know, a lot to it. Uh, I like the I like the idea of the strategizing, the the just the the whole, the whole thought process that went into it. So it's re- definitely uh, absolutely cool. Um, you know, of course the the people that made it. You know, uh, big fallouts there, but. Uh, Thankfully, you know, they was able to, to keep it going. Uh, I think the companies, I think Hasbro, you know, they are, um, what was the other company? They, um, oh, Wizards of the Wizards Ghost. Of Ghost, yeah. And before them, it was Tactical Studies, yeah, tactical, tactical Studies Rules? Yeah, us, uh, yeah, they called name. it TR, TRL, or TR? TSR. Yeah, TSR, yes. Uh, it's such they, a weird name. They had it for a while, <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, when I was reading, they said, it, like, it, it, Dungeon Dragons, like, they're, it, at its heyday, like, they blew up. Like, I mean, they were just making this just ridiculous amount of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and so the, and, the two guys that, that did it, they split off. Um, one of them, he kind of got pushed out of it, ended up suing TSR and stuff. Um, he never got, like... Never what, really recovered. Yeah, the... the uh, what's what's the guy, the, the, the funny name... Uh, Gay got Gigi. Gay got, we'll call him Gigi. Gigi. Gigi <laughs> ended up doing really well. Uh, He's he was, the one that pushed the other guy out. Yeah, he pushed the other guy out. The uh, rat bastard. He, <laughs> when you read it, it was kind of bad, man. Because um, uh, what, what led it, to that? So it doesn't really say what fully brought it on. But the end, even though when you read at the beginning, they both really worked to get Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, when the guy got booted out, he was like, oh, you know, he's not really a part. He's more like a, a assistant or, or kind of just a, uh, what, how do you put it? Um, like, he just, he had, he was an idea guy, pretty much. And I was like, no, he wasn't. He was like, he, he put this thing together with you. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. So Gigi ended up, like, divorcing his wife. They said he had moved out to the hills of Hollywood and it was partying up with, you know, just having these wild parties and stuff. Like, the money got to his head and he went crazy. Um, he ended up, uh, he died at like age 69, I believe. It was 65 or 69. It's a good number. Um, uh, the other, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good year. <laughs> to me, like, one second to get it. And I was like, ah! Ah! <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, like um, they and they they both died around the same age though. One died uh like just a couple years after the other one. But they died of a broken heart. They did. <laughs> uh, terrible, but uh, yeah. TSR they said that you know they just really blew up, and then I guess um, they said as um, sales and stuff for Dungeons and Dragons started to go down, they said that the company was laying off people at like just ridiculous rates. Like people were just getting booted out left and right 
and all the way down to the point where finally uh, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro took it over. But they said by the by the end, TSR was just like going down the toilet uh, pretty much because I guess Dungeons & Dragons kind of went through a phase where it just wasn't as popular you know, as, as it was at one point. And so, yeah, they said TSR took a nosedive. And at one point, they just had, you know, just all these just employees, just people just going nuts. And they, they sold a lot of, you know, um, merchandise along with the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, I they, got, they had the books. Right. The dice, all kind of stuff. Yeah, you got the dice. I did, man, those things are neat. It's not just like regular, you know, dice. This is awesome. Yeah, well, I'll post a picture, and I th- we're going to make a reel with one of them. You guys will see it. Yeah, that's cool. It, it is. They're really neat. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's it's a really cool game, and I didn't know all about it, but just reading and, and looking more into it is really cool. Uh, you know, the cartoon was was my main thing there, and I, I will say that, that um, the the new movie, the Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the Chris Pine uh, movie, he, they did a good job with that. They did a. It was way way better than the the <laughs> the other movie. I need to watch it. it. It really do. Um, it's. Uh, I think you can find it on Paramount now. It, it's free. Um, Paramount. I. I don't think I have it. No. These are okay. <laughs> these are my list of. <laughs> it is. Uh, but it, it, it is. It is. Uh, you can stream it on Paramount now. Um, but they they did a really good job. Good storyline. Uh, there's some good comedy in there. Of course, good action and stuff. But I, I thought they did a really good job. It's crazy how many like games have splintered off from D and D. Like I don't know if you heard of Pathfinder. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do Pathfinder, know that. Pathfinder. There's a Star Wars tabletop version. Yeah. It's called the Edge of the Empire. Oh wow. Just all kinds of games. Like it was so popular that. Oh yeah. I mean. You do you, you you really do can see it everywhere. They even made a uh, Cthulhu one. Oh, it's called the Call of Cthulhu. Really? Yeah, that's I'm cool. wearing a Cthulhu shirt right now. <laughs> it is it's, it's neat. Um, it's, it's a lot of you know. Is if you have a group of friends and want to do something neat, I, I would highly suggest it. I think it's really cool. I think it's pretty awesome. And definitely check out the movie. Uh, check out Paramount. What is this guy here? Uh, I want to tell you a story from when uh, I was a DM. Okay. And my brother was one of the characters in our game. Right. Uh, well, at, as as you're reading, you know, like the the players are called like characters or player characters right, or something yeah, like that. Right. And so, my brother was a wizard named Don Piago. Okay. And well, he accidentally left it here, so I have. Ah. My, <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I have his little tabletop figure. Nice. I'll have to post a picture so you guys can see him. Okay. Uh, quick question. Yeah. So um, now the game, uh, they they said when I was reading it, it said tabletop, and I saw a few pictures and stuff like a group of kids playing and stuff. Now, did, was there an actual board to the to the game? Yes. Uh, okay. Some some there's like some people have mats. Right. And I think some people just use their imagination. Oh. Okay. But I think a lot of people have like it's like a little. It's almost like a big chessboard because there's little squares. Oh, okay. Because okay. your players, your characters can move like certain distance every turn. Oh, okay. Like if they're if if they're not like in a fight, right? Just exploring a town, you can they can just walk around the town and stuff. Okay. Okay. But like if they're in like a fight, that's when you roll for initiative. That's like the order of how you attack. 
Okay, okay. So, yeah. so I, I was just like looking at pictures and stuff, and, and it I saw different people. Like you said, people had different things. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, some people get really creative. It's pretty neat it, to see. Like, it looks like you can spend a fortune, like if you really just want yes. to go all out. You uh, <laughs> you'll have to meet me and Jenny at the game store on Pleasantburg. They have all of this stuff, the the little tabletop stuff. The one, it's in the shopping center. Uh, is it? It's by itself. Oh, okay. they they do have some D and D stuff. The one okay. by the mall. Oh, I'm th- yeah, you know Boardwalk. I'm, boardwalk, and I'm, I might be thinking there's a comic book store too on Pleasantburg. Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, they have yes. a lot of stuff. Okay. Yep. Yep. But uh, okay, sorry. Uh, oh, back to this guy. Okay, so my brother, his his uh his character's name was Don Piago. Right. His backstory was like. He wanted to be the greatest wizard of all time, mm-hmm. but he wasn't that great at being a wizard. So he did, uh, I forgot what it was called. I think he did illusion magic or something to make it look like he was. Yeah. Because uh, there's like 12 different schools a wizard can go into, and right. he chose illusion to make himself appear like a great wizard. Yeah. So he would use illusions to try to trick the enemies, like to scare them off or impress That's people. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so they go to this town. And it's being, uh, it's basically being like constantly attacked by this like horde of like monsters. There's like mm-hmm. cyclops, uh, centaurs, minotaurs. Right. So they asked the party, like, "Hey, can you guys help us out with this problem?" Yeah. Where this horde's attacking us nonstop, and we just can't take care of ourselves. Right. So the, you know, not everyone in the party wanted. they were like. Some were reluctant, but Don Piago kind of got nominated as the leader. Huh. It's kind of cool how it just naturally, no one like, it didn't just happen, it just like naturally happened. That's right. what, it's really cool in D&D how things can just, like the story just like makes itself. That's like, pretty cool. You, as the as a DM, you kind of just set the pieces there and then the players like just. Kind of work it all yeah, out. Yeah, they, they do that's, what they want to do. That's pretty neat. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you talked about the wizard making an appearance. Uh, so in the cartoon, um, the wizard, he also really wanted to be a great wizard, uh, but he goofed up a lot. So uh, <laughs> what he had, he liked this green robe, and he had this big hat, um, and it was on kind of almost like a nightcap thing. But it was, it was this big green hat, yeah. And like how his magic worked, he would reach into his hat, and you know he would do a spell, and he was supposed to pull out you know what they needed at the time probably 90% of the time what he pulled out was not at all what they needed. It was like he would bumble it up, goof it up. You know, he'd come through in the end. You know, he saved them a lot of times. But there was a lot of times leading up to the main scene where he, where, you know, somebody would save somebody. Yeah. Or, you know, and sometimes it was him. But along the way, he would goof up like big. He would just pull some random thing that sounded close to what they needed. But when he pulled it out of the hat, it was completely wrong and was no help at all and sometimes even caused trouble. So that when you talked about the wizard that Yes. Yes, he was a he was a goof. <laughs> uh, so the so they go they answer the call, they're gonna go fight the horde, right? Right. So when they get there, even though they're a horde of monsters, they still have like a... Because these um, I think all those monsters except for Minotaurs can I think Minotaurs can speak too. I know I know ogres yeah, Cyclops and uh, Centaur can speak. Okay, Centaur. Centaur is like the half horse, half, half horse, man. and the Minotaur is the, like the bull, bull from the top. 
Uh, man, yeah, man at the bottom, bull at the top, and yeah, they do talk. Yes, and Cyclops, they can talk, and you know, right. ogres. They did in the cartoons Shrek. I watched. No, no, yes, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Shrek was a really good talker. I think Shrek and, or Shrek ogres, <laughs> ogres in D and D are a little bigger than Shrek. They're okay. kind of like like maybe yeah. twice as tall as a normal person. Kind of like on Lord of the Rings. Yes, like a cave troll. They're yes. kind of about the same size. Maybe, maybe a little they smaller. They did get their ideas from... Maybe we just discovered something. <laughs> they had to have got they, some they inspiration. Had to. But go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so so they agree. Hey, you guys do our champion versus your champion. Right. And uh, Don Piago is... This is great. He wanted to do like... He wanted. He asked me, like, hey, can I make a roll to do like some great illusion spell to... Uh, to try to like win this fight without having to actually fight right and, and uh as a dm you have to like sometimes you know you don't have to go by the rules exactly if it can make the experience fun for the players it doesn't okay. matter if it's like an actual thing or not even like because that's one of the great things about D D. you can just let the players have okay. some fun sometimes but sometimes they have to clear things with you like hey is this yeah is this cool okay so okay. he rolled a 20 sided the the main dice that you roll in D, more than anything it's a 20 sided dice oh so he rolled sense. what they call a natural 20 if you roll 20 it's like a critical success like you can't get any more successful than that oh okay wow. so well. of course i'm like you put on the most masterful spell that anyone's ever seen so the ogre surrendered, <laughs> so, and so they won because his he rolled a twenty on his illusion spell. Oh, wow, nice! <laughs> and the the ogre ended up joining their party. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Don! Yeah, so now they have this. So now they have an ogre, and he most of the time he just stayed back and guarded their airship because yeah. they had an airship to get around. Okay. Huh. And the, nice. another funny thing, they get back. The town wants to make a uh, a statue for him, right? And every D and D character makes like a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. His pet peeve was his name being pronounced wrong or spelled wrong. So there was a dragonborn in our party. Uh, you know, Champ from work. Yes, he, he played the. He was the dragonborn. Oh. <laughs> so he was a troublemaker. He okay. was a warlock. And uh, so he, dragonborn, have a higher intimidation. You have to roll. So I said, okay, the the challenge rating, he had to roll above a 12. Okay. I said, all right, if you roll above a 12, you can intimidate the town mayor. So, <laughs> so he he got him to spell his name wrong on the statue. <laughs> so they went off on some adventures, and eventually they had to come back to this town for something. I can't yeah. remember. It was so long ago. But uh, Don Fiaco sees his name spelled wrong on the <laughs> statue. I think it was like Don Perigini or something <laughs> random like that. <laughs> it was, it was just so great. That's awesome. This is fun. How it does. D&D I mean, has. you just ex- described it there. I mean, it sounded like a good time. That's awesome. That is, it's, I would yeah. not mind uh, playing again. I haven't played in a few years. Okay, yeah. Play, playing Baldur's Gate really got right. my D and D juices flowing. Oh yeah, I bet actually, so. Actually, I su- I suggested that we do this episode, Scotty, because. D and D is like really booming right now. Oh yeah, so yeah, I was like, absolutely. Hey, let's just do a D and D episode. It's such a huge pop culture phenomenon. And it's, I mean, it's it's been in pop culture for years. Yeah, I mean, just you know, nineteen seventy four. Wow, uh, it's really hard to believe it's been going that long, and and still 
I mean, you know, it's, it has its ups and downs, but right now it's on a high. So, yeah, uh, so, hey, you looking for something cool, like a little social thing to do? Do some D&D. Uh, check out the movies. Uh, you know, the new one, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on Paramount. You can go on YouTube and check out the cartoon I told you about. Pretty much every episode on there, they're not in order, but I've gone through there and just watched a bunch of random episodes. Almost every episode of the old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon is on there. Just put in Dungeons and Dragons 1980s cartoon and they'll start popping up. Uh, so, but um, yeah, you can go to your local game store. They probably have the books and dice, oh, yeah. miniatures. Yeah, if you want to check out some of the game stuff, uh, I mean, it's everywhere. It, it's definitely, it's, it's it's definitely cool. It definitely sounds fun. Uh, like I said, the, I haven't played the game, but just listening to Tommy uh, talk about it uh, makes it sound like a, it would just be a really fun night of of, you, of playing around. You can be a dungeon master for your kids. <laughs> That'd be fun, right? It would be good. <laughs> <laughs> It would definitely be. That sounds like a good dad thing to do. Right. <laughs> uh, but, it's a little different than that, kids. And, um, you know, tell us, you know, if you have something with Dungeons & Dragons you've done, uh, any Dungeon Masters out there, want to tell us a cool story about one of their games, yeah, write we'd love into to hear us. It. Yeah, tell us all about it, man. And, uh, Matt, we have Don Piago. Ha, we have. It, I see him. He's right here. Very cool-looking character. <laughs> uh, you know, it's always... Write in to us, you know, tell us what you like. Uh, if Tommy messes up, you know, just, you can let him know. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like my D&D takes. <laughs> you like his know. top five. I'm Tyler from Boise. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, as always, we really thank you guys uh, for listening. We are, I looked yesterday, it was like 730 six followers i believe on facebook Dang, awesome growing. thank you guys yeah thank you so much uh, as always we enjoy doing this we enjoy uh thank you guys for you know writing in talking to us uh, oh yeah we love that it's fun it's i went home and uh, tyler actually shared uh what you wrote with with my uh, wife and kids they thought it was funny <laughs> you got a kick out of it they did they thought it was really cool you know it was just cool seeing something like that uh, but, you know, as always, we thank you guys uh, always for listening, uh, you know, chat in with us. It's, it's really cool. Let us know what you like about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't forget, what class and what race do you think me and Scotty would be? Yes. Yes. Please That'd write be, That's us. our weekly prompt. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom, um, guys, thank you guys for listening. Yes. As always. As and, always, you can find us on our social medias, What the Culture Podcast on Facebook. And What the Culture Pod on Instagram. Yep. And thank you guys, and we will catch you next week. Yes, we'll see you.